Hello, welcome back to And Also with Kathy and Christine. Hi. This is our last episode of season one. We're finally done with Twilight, or we will be, after we're done recording this. Okay, so, um, this is the epilogue. The last thing that we read, um, Bella was in the hospital after her encounter with uh, James. So now she's back in Forks. Um, the epilogue is titled Epilogue and Occasion. Right off the bat, I'm going to read the first, like, two sentences here. She says, Edward helped me into his car, being very careful of the wisps of silk and chiffon, the flowers he just pinned into my elaborately styled curls. Did he do her hair? <laughs> <laughs> right? Is it? It's, it's so oddly phrased. He just pinned flowers into her hair? Why? It was bizarre. And like later on, she talks about how Alice did her hair. But why is he pinning flowers into her hair? Like... That's how they used to wear corsages back in the Spanish flu. Oh my gosh. Or during the Spanish flu. And also, there's some more talk of, like, clothing and and style and stuff. And Stephanie Meyer has terrible taste. For real. Severely tacky. For real. Severely tacky. And it's supposed to be people who are supposed to be fashionable. Right. He throws a mocking smile her way, she says. And she goes, my breath caught in my throat. Would I ever get used to his perfection? And it's like... Okay, you just almost died, and and you're around him all the time. Yeah. Why are you, why is your breath still catching just because he threw a smile in your direction? I don't get it. Are you making a case for getting tired of your partners after a specific amount of time? I think <laughs> I might be. I think that it's not necessarily <laughs> getting tired of your partner. It's like looking at them and like, oh my gosh, they're so beautiful. I love them so much. Okay, but she's like. He's so gorgeous every single time. Girl, get it together. Yeah. I also think that she's like, maybe she hit her head. Maybe like in all this, in what happened to her, she actually hit her head because she's very confused about what's going on right now. Like she's like... And there's no reason for her to be confused at all. Yeah. She's like, at what point are you going to tell me what we're doing? What's going on? And I'm just like, you're wearing a fancy dress. Okay. You got elaborate curls going on. Your man is pinning flowers in your hair. Y'all going to the fair. What... You're the senorita. Right. What exactly do you think is happening? And then also, so like, just real quick, uh, regarding her being like, he's so beautiful, catching her breath and stuff. It's like, it's almost like Stephanie thinks that if she doesn't remind us that he's so beautiful, it's breathtaking, we're going to forget that his only redeemable quality is his good looks. Mm-hmm. And his money. And his, she's not worried. She's never worried about his money. That's how you know she's dumb. She's never worried she's about dumb, his money. Dumb, dumb, dumb. You know, she's just worried about his good looks. That's how you know this girl's this, this girl's a child, seventeen years old. She's just like she's worried about the shiny, little object. I mean, to be fair, his looks ain't going nowhere. But neither is his money if you don't spend it, girl. Right. Spend Who it. Who cares if he has money if he, he ain't spending, spending it. it? Spend it. Speaking of reminders. Yep. <sighs> I've never seen him dressed in black before, and with the contrast against his pale skin. His beauty was absolutely surreal. What kind of skin? Pale. So just, just... Just one more time for... I don't think they heard you all the way in the back. Pale. As in, I would like to impale <laughs> Stephanie Myers because this is getting ridiculous. It's like, this is the epilogue, but she wants to just one, one more time. Yeah, 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 One more time, just remind. Actually, it's not just one more it's time. It's not one more There's time. It's like two more times, but... There's two more reminders. And so, she describes what she's wearing, and obviously, one of her legs is broken because of everything that happened in Phoenix. And so, she's wearing a cast on that leg. The other foot is in a stiletto. 
and I just don't understand who thought it was a good idea to put her in a stiletto when she has enough trouble walking in I, sneakers. It just doesn't make any sense. It's so self-serving. Whole... They're still they're still doing this thing where they do with her whatever they want. She says, I'm not going to come over to your house again if Alice is going to treat me like guinea pig Barbie and do whatever I, whatever she wants with me. She says, I spent the better part of the day in Alice's staggeringly vast bathroom, a helpless victim as she played hairdresser and cosmetician. Whenever I fidgeted or complained, she reminded me that she didn't have any memories of being human and asked me not to ruin her vicarious fun. What is specific to humans? Dress? How is dressing up and putting on makeup specific to humans? Also, this is a, a whole family of manipulators. It's a whole family affair. Yep, yep. Because being like, oh, but you have to do this because oh, I never knew what it was like to be human. Girl, I don't know what that got to do with me. I think you're confused. You are lost. I don't know what that has to do with me in the least. If you don't remember what it's like to be human, baby, I don't know what to tell you. Have you been paying attention? It sucks. That ship has sailed, baby girl. Keep it pushing. I'm not, like, it's just, it's ridiculous that. Yeah, that, that Bella's expected to just be like, okay, sure, why not? Just because Alice wants to experience vicarious fun. But also, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It doesn't add up. What vicarious fun? You can't dress up and do your makeup and... This is especially stupid because they, she went to the prom. <laughs> right. Like, Alice was at the prom. So what? how are you living vicariously through her when you are literally dressing up and doing the same thing? She's not doing anything that you aren't. Like Stephanie just wants to point out that Alice is also manipulating her. I mean, fair. It just... it. Uh, you know? This whole family. The whole family. Throw them away. <laughs> Rip them apart and burn the pieces. <laughs> um, and so then she says that now that she's back... Also, staggeringly vast bathroom. What a, It's such a ridiculous way to describe that. Yes. You don't have to. Just say in her big bathroom. Or you don't even have to say her big bathroom. You're on they page 182. You don't need to... Like, do you have a certain word count that you need to hit? Shut up. She wrote Twilight for Nano Remo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, read, I've read Nano Remo novels that are better than pre-edit. That are better than Twilight. You've written better. Facts. Sorry. Facts. <laughs> um, so she says that when she got back, Charlie was like, so here's how this is going to go. So Charlie is, he loves Carlisle because according to them, Carlisle saved her life, which he did. Carlisle did save her life. He hates Edward because he's like, Edward's at fault. If it wasn't for him, you wouldn't have left home, all this stuff. And so now Bella has to deal with certain things that she didn't have to before, which were, which now she has curfews and visiting hours. So, finally, they're setting some boundaries for her because she just, as we know, she doesn't make the best choices. And to be fair, there are certain times where I'm just like, they should listen to the choices she makes. Like, they don't let her make choices. But then, there are certain things, that, like in this particular case, she should have these boundaries because because of what she did. Yeah, like, but also, Charlie never set boundaries for her. No. And whenever she was like, I don't want to do something, he he listened. Charlie's probably the only person That's true. who respected Bella's, like, That's agency. True. I mean, he, he, he was too busy fishing with the guys, but, like, he was the only one who Bella was like, I'm going to go do this. He was like, all right. And, and if she was like, I'm going to go do this, he would go, is that the best idea? Why don't you wait till I can take you or whatever? And then... But he she insisted. Wait, he was but like, at no point did he go, well, yeah, you're not going. You don't know best. Because I, know. I said so. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. So then... As they're driving, uh, Edward gets a call. It's Charlie. And Edward's like, you're kidding. And he's like laughing. 
And he's like, well, let me talk to him. Okay, so turns out Tyler, when he asked her to prom and she was like, no, no he was like, I don't know what he heard. Well, he was like, we still have a way to go. No, right. no, no, because she, she turned him down for like the spring festival or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then he was like, well, well there's still prom. And she was like, there's... That's not happening. But he never asked her. He told her, we still have prom. And he expected her to go. It didn't make any sense. But he showed up at her house. And Charlie calls out and was like, yo, Tyler Crowley. Crowley is the name, right? Tyler's uh, here. Um, and so Edward's like, oh, put him on the phone. So Edward says, hello, Tyler. This is Edward Cullen. His voice was very friendly on the surface. I knew it well enough to catch the soft edge of menace. Which, why he had a soft edge of menace in his voice makes absolutely no sense to me. Because, like, he's a clown. Laugh at him, for sure. For sure. Let's laugh at Tyler. Yeah, but, but I mean, I think that there's some implications there of, like, I, I, you didn't... I, I mean, like, he's a jealous vampire and, like, whatever. But there's also, like, Tyler's not a nice guy. Like, the fact that he showed up at her house like, fully expecting her to be available to him just because he wanted her to be... I mean, Tyler is like a high school diploma and a fraternity rush away from being a date rapist. Let's be clear. Yeah, that's true. However, however, uh-huh, uh-huh. you, you know, like, Edward's no more better. <laughs> so, like, exactly. So here's the thing. <laughs> so he says, Edward says, I'm sorry, there's, there's been some kind of miscommunication, but Bella's unavailable tonight. And she says Edward's tone changed and the threat in his voice was suddenly much more evident as he continued. To be perfectly honest, she'll be unavailable every night as far as anyone besides myself is concerned. No offense, and I'm sorry about your evening. And then he hangs up. Wait, no. No, no. Then he snapped the phone shut. Shut, right. A huge smirk on his face. He, He snapped the phone shut. So even... Like, this is, they had money, okay? Uh-huh. So the family that was, like, balling the uh, the hardest in this entire town had a flip phone. This is 2000, like, she wrote this in, like, 2003, though. Like, 2005. Like, That's fair. Like, t- no one really had cell phones until after 9-11. And yeah. that was, it still took, like, years after for people to really, really get cell phones. He probably had, like, a razor, which was money back then. <laughs> right, razor was money. <laughs> you know? He snapped his razor phone, let's yeah, say. Yeah. So he what I wanna say is like his tone changed and the threat in his voice was suddenly much more evident. And I just don't get why he feels the need to threaten Tyler. He's no competition. And I, I think that he's like maybe he's just trying to like He's trying to piss on Bella. To like show like, listen, she's got a man and it's me, I am that man. Right. But, <laughs> but like I I just I don't I don't like the threat in his voice because it's like that whole thing, like, obviously he's much older than everybody. He's he's much older than Bella. He's much older than Tyler. It's like, aside from everything you've done to endanger one minor, you're going to threaten another? Yeah, but it's not also, I, I also feel like it's not that deep. I don't think he's, like, actually going to hurt Tyler. I think he's just doing the whole, I think Stephanie Meyer thinks it's romantic for a boy to be jealous. And, like, it's not, right? Like, it's so, you're super insecure and you, as as a as a beautiful, radiant, looking like a Greek god vampire, you don't have anything to be jealous about. So like, or insecure about a pulse. That's all Tyler has on you. That's all. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, okay. I'm well, saying there's a market. There's you know what what I mean? Yeah, okay, yeah. Market. There's a market. There's a market for it. For for what? For what for, specifically? For, for dead guys. I'm for sure. dead guys. There's a market for dead guys. <laughs> okay. It's called necrophilia. Yes. Wait. So Bella's a necrophiliac. Ne- Bella's a necrophiliac. Everyone has issues. Everyone has their cross to bear. Hey, listen. You like what you like. Nope. Except for minors. And sleeping women and men. Sleeping people. Sleeping individuals, minors, in general, people who cannot consent. And also, I'm going to just uh, add here, necrophilia. <laughs> like, sorry, guys. Sorry to king shame. And bestiality. Oh, wait. The list is a little long. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. We're, gonna, we're getting away from that. So, she says, it's embarrassingly obvious now what was happening and so she's upset. She's like, you're taking me to prom? But, like, but we're supposed to believe that she's intuitive. Right. He's like, oh, I can hide anything from Bella. Except really? the whole Except- celebration. <laughs> Except for the fact that you're taking her to prom. Uh, sorry. You're very obviously taking her to prom. And she goes, if I had been paying any attention at all, I'm, I'm sure I would have noticed the date on the posters that decorated the school buildings. But I'd never dreamed he was thinking of subjecting me to this. Didn't he know me at all? Okay, there's a few things here. One, you expect us to believe that Jessica Stanley wasn't talking your ear off about the prom every single day leading up to it? Facts. You expect us to believe that? Are you kidding? Second, you weren't paying attention to If you're a bad friend and you weren't listening to Jessica Stanley, that's on you. She's a bad friend. Yeah, I know, I know. What I'm saying, that's on you. Right. You weren't paying attention to the dates? On the posters? Like, it's leading up to the end of the year. There's posters everywhere. I I just... I, I feel like context she, clues. Bella's not like most girls, though. Remember. Bella's not like most girls. She's dumb. She's worse. <laughs> and, like, context clues tell you there's posters everywhere. Like, this is a Saturday night. I'm getting dressed to go somewhere fancy. It's towards the end of the year. Context clues tells you this is prom. Context clues tell you. Yes. <laughs> What did I say? Context clues tells you. So they says to you, <laughs> it's prom, honey. Um, so there's that. She, she, I don't know how she didn't notice that this was happening, how she didn't know it was coming up. Okay. Second, he should have asked. He shouldn't have assumed that she was just going to go. And, of course, she would have said no, which is why he didn't ask. And they would have forced her into it. Um, but also... She says, she's the last thing she says, I can't believe he's subjecting me to this. And it's like, sweetheart, he has subjected you to worse. Much worse. To much worse than the prom. And she's like, doesn't he know me at all? Y'all have known each other for like, what, a month? So no. So no. So ridiculous. He doesn't know you. Y'all gonna still act like y'all soulmates though. Mm -hmm. And so then he tells her, he gestured to his tuxedo and goes, honestly, Bella, what did you think we were doing? And she's like, you know what? In her, Because in her mind, Bella was thinking that he was going to turn her. That's what she was thinking. Mm-hmm. He was going to turn her, and it was a black tie affair. Yeah. And and she's like, and he's like, don't be difficult, Bella. And she's like, about about the prom? Like, he's like, don't make this harder than it needs to be. To the which she, like, pouts and starts to cry. <laughs> and he's like, are you crying right now? And she's like, she like raises her hand to her eyes and she's like, 
oh, I guess Alice knew I would need waterproof makeup. And I'm just like, who is using anything but waterproof makeup? Right. Also, everyone should be using waterproof makeup. You never know when you're going to have a good cry. That's true. So then she's like, he's like, Bella, why are you crying? She goes, like, because I'm mad. And he goes, Bella, he turned the full force of his scorching golden eyes on me. I'm tired. I am tired. I'm tired of this. His golden eyes this. His scorching eyes that. The molten lava in his eyes. I am exhausted. Of I'm bored of it. I'm bored of it. I'm bored. His eyes are golden. Lucky for you. Lucky for me. This is the last chapter. <laughs> and no one forced me to do this. I chose to do this on my own. So then he, she's like, what? He's like, humor me. Okay. And then he, she says, his eyes were melting all my fury. It was impossible to fight with him when he cheated like that. I gave in with poor grace. It's like, okay. So he compelled her? There's still this kind of like blurry line in whether yeah, he can true. compel her or not. Yeah. Because it seemed like that's what happened. And like, she calls it cheating when it's manipulating. So I, sweetheart, stop making these excuses for him. <laughs> Everyone's like, she just wants you for my looks. I just give her what she wants. He kind of right, but like, no. No, Edward. No. So, then she says, oh, ew, 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 so gross. She goes, she said, I'll go quietly, but you'll see I'm way overdue for more bad luck. I'll probably break my other leg. Look at this shoe. It's a death trap. I held out my good leg as evidence. Hmm. He stared at my leg longer than necessary. Remind me to thank Alice for that tonight. Ew. I was like, my man. Ew. Why are you sexualizing her as she's complaining? Also, by the way, what he said to Tyler, talking about she's going to be busy every night that it ain't with me. I was like, huh, that's presumptuous. Yeah. That's What are you trying to, what exactly are you trying to imply? I thought you were a virgin. Mm-hmm. Tyler goes to the problem like, yo, Bella's home. <laughs> um, it's just bizarre. She's complaining. He's like, remind me to thank Alice for that tonight. Just the idea that your sister put your girl in a stiletto for your good pleasure. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's freaking weird, dude. <laughs> Why does Alice know what you like so intimately? Ew. <laughs> Sorry, but... Gross, gross, gross. <laughs> I hate that. Ugh. I hate that. Okay. And then she goes, oh, wait, Alice is going to be there? Okay, I feel better now. And then she goes, with Jasper and Emmett and Rosalie. So she goes, like, the feeling of comfort disappeared because why? She goes, there had been no progress with Rosalie. Though I was... Okay, so why is she phrased like this? <laughs> okay, there had been no progress with Rosalie, though I was on quite good terms with her sometimes husband. I'm, huh? I'm sorry, what? Was that meant to be shady? I don't know what that was meant to be. I'm very confused by it. Why phrase it that way? Why not just say Emmett? Why, you could, you, there were so many other ways to say that. But I was quite on good terms with her sometimes husband. Sometimes husband, sometimes what, brother? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Disgusting. Disgusting. And she's like, Rosalie acts like I don't exist. As she should. As she should. She goes like, so Charlie was in on this? He was like, of course. And so... So they get to the school for the prom. (laughs) And she says, the clouds were thin today, a few streaks of sunlight escaping through the far far away in the west. A prom in the... During the day? That is... 
very the hell is that that's during so the day like this is a high school prom middle school prom and then even then like in in the middle of the day yeah that's so weird to me like a middle school dance not that's even why prom. The, that's why in the movie it was at night because they realized this ain't gonna like it was like dusk ish but we we know why we'll get to why it was it was in nighttime yet um, she also mentions the fact that Tyler should have known that she wasn't going to go to prom with him because at school, she was with Edward all the time. So, obviously, she was going to be going to prom with Edward. When they get to the school, um, he parks the car and she goes, I sat stubbornly in, in my seat, arms folded, feeling a secret twinge of smugness. The lot was crowded with people in formal dress, witnesses. He couldn't remove me forcibly from the car as he might have if we'd been alone super nonchalant about the fact that he doesn't respect her agency super nonchalant she said that so chill like yeah. so relaxed so calm like it was nothing he would forcibly remo- forcibly forcibly remove her from the car if she didn't just go of her own volition like I'm, that's not cute and so he goes bella i won't let anything hurt you not even yourself and there's just continued grooming. Bella, you hurt yourself. You're no good. You're so clumsy. I'm the only one to save you. Da da da. I hate that. All that stuff. And then she gets super shady about um, she's still pooping on Forrest because she goes, she's like, in Phoenix, they have proms at like hotels. Uh, of course, in Forks, the only place big enough to host the prom is the school gymnasium. Mm-hmm. Bella. You're not that girl. Like, you're not, like, from a rich school. Like, calm down. Calm down. And you're going to go to the prom and just be like, they're having a prom here? Bella, you have not even been to a prom at all. And just, it just doesn't make any sense. But also, like, population-wise, obviously Phoenix has more students. They're going to have to use a bigger space. Like, shut up. Um... And so she gets inside. And she sees all her friends dancing. Great, wonderful. Alice. She describes, first of all, um, Alice and Jasper and Emmett and Rosalie were dancing like in the middle of the dance floor. And then they were, of course, being super imposing. And everyone was like dancing around them, like like in the outskirts. And they were like in the middle, and like, taking up all that space. Way to blend in, you guys. Way to blend in. And she said they were dancing like not from that time. How? Wait, no, we'll get there. So she says... She, she describes, she says, Emmett and, and Jasper were in classic tuxedos. She describes Alice's dress. Alice was striking a black satin dress with geometric cutouts that bared large triangles of her snowy white skin. First of all, a horrific dress. <laughs> Second of all, snowy white skin. Just in case it was still unclear, they are white and it, we just need to bring this up again. They're white. Very white, snowy white, very white. Now, Rosalie, who is supposed to be the stunner. She goes, well, Rosalie was beyond belief. Her vivid scarlet dress was backless, tight to her calves, where it flared into a wide ruffled train with a neckline that plunged to her waist. This dress is vile. (laughs) First of all, she looked... Okay, all right. What's up? It, backless with a, a line that plunges to her waist. You can't do backless and a deep plunge. You just can't. 
And even if you were going to do that, a ruffled train? Just... Tight to your calves and a ruffled train. What year is this? Yeah, and also for the prom, bro. You pulling all the stops out for the prom? For the prom. For your, like, 87th prom. No. It just, it's a, it's a horribly ugly dress. Unacceptable. It's so ugly. I would like to actually see, like, someone drawing it, someone's interpretation of it's, that. It's, I'm seeing it ugly. Yeah. A train? Yeah. A train on a prom, a train? She goes, I pitied every girl in the room, including myself. Mmm... Because y'all got eyes and had to see that dress. And then she goes, do you want me to bolt the door so you can massacre the unsuspecting townsfolk? And I'm just like, wow, not funny. No, not funny. Hilarious. <laughs> um, and he's like, what does that leave you in the scenario? And she's like, I'm with the vampires, of course. <laughs> you talking real spicy for somebody who almost just died. And so she says, Edward, she, they get close to the dance, so she goes, Edward, I honestly can't dance. No, wait, before you get there. No. Eventually, he towed me out to where his family was twirling elegantly, if in a style totally unsuitable to the present time and music. So they were dancing off beat. Yeah. So yet another reminder. Yes. In this epilogue. <laughs> that they're white. That the comments are white. <laughs> It seemed like they were waltzing, and I don't think waltz were playing. And to be, and you know what's crazy about it is that even when they were, even when they were alive, people weren't dancing waltzes. Well, maybe Jasper, because as we know, he was a Confederate. He was a Confederate soldier. soldier. He says, she says, Edward, I honestly can't dance, and he tells her, "Don't like, worry." Like I feel like Jasper absolutely would have stormed the Capitol. Anyway, I, anyway, I, I, he absolutely would have, mm-hmm. for sure. Um. She says, I honestly can't dance. And he says, don't worry, silly. He's like, of course you can. If I can do this, then you, you can, can do, do that. that. I can't dance. Okay. Hit it out of the park. Hit it out of the park. <gasps> the day's supposed to see. Okay. Um, he goes, don't worry, silly. I can. He put my arms around his neck and lifted me to slide his, t- slide his feet under mine. Very much girl dad vibes. I'm not. Why are you... This is something fathers do with their daughters. Mm-hmm. So I haven't understood. So according to movies, TVs, and all that stuff, there's something dads do with their daughters to teach them, you know, I'm nervous about the, the dance. Let, let me show you. This is dance. the disgusting part here. She says, I feel like I'm five years old. And he goes, you don't look five. He murmured, pulling me closer for a second. I'm. It is gross. I'm, it is gross. I literally said, ew, out loud while reading this. Gross. <clears throat> Disgusting. And then, as they're dancing, Edward gets all tense, and he looks, and she, well, she looks, and she sees Jacob Black, and he's walking over to them, and Edward snarls? Why? Because they have beef. But they, like, he, he had mentioned before, like, the child doesn't know anything. He had said that about him. Yeah, but he has beef with the, with the, with the Black family, and with, oh, no. <laughs> That's that's true, yeah. but not how you meant it. He has beef with the with the res, and he has beef with everyone you know who's part of the Kuli tribe. So, yes, like I don't think it's that out of the okay ordinary. And so she's like, behave. And then Jacob is like, can I cut in? And then she goes, she was shocked to notice that Jacob was like taller now. So Jacob is six two now. 
Um, he like a growth spurt. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he had a Wait, no, how old is he? He's still sixteen, right? Yep. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So he had a growth spurt. Yeah. Oh, look at you, adorable, yeah. adorable little boy. Oh, a little baby, little sixty-two baby. Um, <laughs> and so then he goes. He tells her, "Can you believe my dad paid me twenty bucks to come to your prom?" And she's like, "Actually, I can." And so then she says, "Well, I hope you're enjoying yourself at least." seen anything you like i'm sorry are you at a restaurant is he looking at a menu for you be like have you seen anything you like anything not anyone right and seen anything you like anything bella the colors are rubbing off on you Mm -hmm. and he goes she's like not enough okay yep okay (laughs) she goes yeah but he's taken sorry nope she doesn't say that I just imagine Jacob being like, yeah, but he's taken. taken. What a dreamboat, hubba hubba. Sorry. I just <laughs> like, I don't want to run anymore. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Is it because he's in love with me? No, man. If you would have heard what he was thinking, I feel very uncomfortable. And I, I, I feel objectified. Can we not? Can we? Jacob gooses him on the way. All right, I'll stop. I'll stop. Okay. He goes, yeah, he said, but she's taken. She's like, well, that's awkward. Uh, <laughs> moving right so along. Moving right along. He goes, you look pretty, by the way. She's like, um, thanks. Sorry, you look really pretty, by the way. Oh, yeah, sorry. You look really pretty, by the way. She's like, thanks. So why did the... So you agree. So you, you think, you think you're really pretty? pretty? <laughs> um, and so he goes, she goes, why did Billy pay you to come over here? He goes, he said it was a, quote, unquote, safe place to talk to you. I said the old man is losing his mind. So now... So as he when he came in, I was like, "Why is it that he went to the prom?" Like, yeah, but it's it was for a reason. It was like it was kind of a, a middle neutral. ground area, neutral. There you go, neutral area where they could have met. And so he's telling her, "Listen, my dad wants me to give you a message. He's gonna give me a part a car uh, a part for my car that I need uh, if I t- if I give you this message." She's like, "Okay, shoot." He says he wants you to break up with your boyfriend. He asked me to tell you, please. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Um." No. Yeah, it's like, okay. So he says he didn't believe, the, basically he didn't believe the story that they said about Phoenix. She goes, he thinks Edward has something to do with me getting hurt. It wasn't a question, and despite my promise, I was angry. She doesn't register things, right? Like, she's like, I'm not going to be mad. And he's like, he wants you to break up with your boyfriend. He doesn't really believe what happened. <laughs> he doesn't believe the very clearly fabricated story that we cooked up. Yeah, but she doesn't say that to him. No, I know. But you can be mad in your head. That's fine. <laughs> I know that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying she didn't actually say this to him. No, but I'm saying that she's like she's like I'm not gonna be angry. But just the fact that she got angry because he didn't believe there was such such obviously a lie. But I think it's beyond. He didn't just be- he didn't believe. I think it's like this this man is meddling in my business yet again. Right. Okay. It's it's past like he doesn't believe what happened. It's like. Here, this is him back in her kitchen being like. Exactly. Is, exactly. I'll tell him. I'll tell Charlie, you know. <laughs> she was like, okay, well, you delivered your message. He's like, oh, actually, there's more. And so he tells her, he also said to tell, to tell you, no, to warn you, and this is his plural, not mine, will be watching. So he's talking about the Quileutes, the, the wolves, obviously, that's a part of the tribe. And... Uh, but it's their job. It's their job to check, to, 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 you know, to watch, to make sure that the, the, the cold ones don't 
kill break her. the treaty and kill her or or bite anybody so she says sorry you had to do this jake he says i don't mind that much he grinned in relief his eyes were appraising as they raked quickly over my dress so the the song finishes and he's like can we dance another dance or can i help you get somewhere and of course edward's right at their side edward answered for me that's all right jacob i'll take it from here and he goes like oh snap okay where'd you come from you were on the other side of the line <laughs> so then she goes to after jacob leaves he goes she goes to him are you feeling better he's like not really and he's like she's like don't be mad at billy he's just concerned <clears throat> sorry don't be mad at billy he just worries about me for charlie's sake he goes i'm not mad at billy but his son is irritating me. And why is he mad at Jacob? Not because Jacob had improper thoughts about Bella. Uh, Not anything like that. He says, she's like, why are you mad at Jacob? He goes, he called you pretty. And pretty is in italics. Uh, he, he, he finally continued, his frown deepening. That's practically an insult. The way you look right now, you're much more than beautiful. And I'm just like, Edward is like, he doesn't see you like I see you, baby. Ah, ha, ha. First of all, you already got the girl. Cut it out. I didn't get that at all. I just got cringe. I just got like, he, like a literal old man cringe. Like, like thinking that he's saying something suave and like smooth. And it's really, really cringy. Well, it is cringy, but I kind of took it as him being like, I see you as the beauty, like you're you're beautiful to me. You're way more than just pretty. I don't and like. I didn't get that. Nope. I I don't know. I don't think that that anything in what he said was um he's he's competition for me. I think if you tie, he called you pretty when you're actually beautiful too. First of all, he made me break my promise that I would never wouldn't let you go all night. He's just being a corny, that's corny, true. old man. That was corny. He made me break my promise. All of it working together. It's yeah. just like, this is very cringy and corny. Yeah, that's true. Um, and so they were twirling again. They were waltzing. Uh, and he's twirling her towards the door. <laughs> very weird. As he's twirling her, she sees her friends, her human friends. And she's like saying hi to them, waving at Jessica, <laughs> waving at Mike. Angela, it says, Angela was there too, looking blissfully happy with, in the arms of little Ben Cheney. With, with short she, king. With a short king, right? She didn't look up from his eyes a head lower than hers. Angela got herself a short king, unbothered, unpreoccupied. Mm-hmm. She does not care about anything. Mm-hmm. She is not she is not bothered by the presence of these vampires, anything else going on. Bella being twirled out the door. Exactly. Ain't, ain't none of her business. It's not her concern. She's just looking down at her little boo thing. <laughs> okay? Good for you, mamas. Thinking about all the rompers she's going to get him for the summertime. <laughs> For the summertime. Shout to Jess. Um, they get outside and she says that his face glowed pale in the moonlight. Or the white light of the moon. Again. <laughs> He's so white he glows in the moon. Then she goes. He says they're looking out to the sky. He goes twilight again. He murmured. Another ending. No matter how perfect the day is. It always has to end. Not you talking about bringing up the title again in the epilogue. Come on. Yeah. Um, he already said, like, they already did this Twilight, Twilight, the most dangerous time of day for us. And that's why it was set early the in the day. safest. I don't know. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. The safest, probably. <laughs> um, and, like, oh my that's... I feel like these two things might actually be, like, polar opposites of each other. Yeah. In um, direct, um, uh, uh, opposition. opposition of each other. Yeah. So, which is why, so this is why the, the, the dance started earlier, so that they could be there at Twilight. Which is... Her rip. It's so it's it's it's, it's such a bad choice. It is. 
And then she goes, I don't want my presence to, he says, I don't want my presence to take anything away from you. If I can help it, I want you to be human. I want your life to continue as it would have if I died in 1918 like I should have. I'm like, and you really think that this girl would be at the prom? Yeah. Tonight, if it weren't for you, you did the opposite. So you think you're saying something, but you're not. Yeah. You did the opposite. She's there because of you. So your presence has already imposed on her. (laughs) (sighs) Kind of Scooby-Doo that. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) um and then he goes which was just okay so he said you were like really surprised when i told you we were going to be going to prom she goes like i was he was like okay so then i have some i have a question you must have had another theory i'm curious what did you think is what i was dressing you up for and like is that really that friend that's like okay but guess i don't want to guess no but you have to guess i don't want to guess okay but, but just just one more guess just one guess is he because like that whole tell me your theories like is the same thing as when he was asking her what she thought before? It's like mm-hmm. you narcissist. I mean, it's it's rooted in narcissism. Yeah, isn't it? relatable though. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she and then she tells him, well, I thought there was an occasion. Yeah, I th- and then she tells him that she thought that she was hoping maybe he would change his mind and change her to that vampire. And he was like, and you thought I was gonna wear a tux for that? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know how, I don't these, know how these things go. work. Um, Maybe there's, like, a specific, like, you know, ceremony. Something, some words we have to say. She's like, I'm being serious, though. He's like, yeah, but I would rather treat it as a joke. And she's like, but it's not a joke. Like, I'm, I want that. And he was like, and you're willing. And she goes, um, she says, the pain was back in his eyes. I bit my lip and nodded. So ready for this to be the end, he murmured almost to himself. For this to be the twilight of your life. At this point, I feel like she's getting paid for every time she says the word. Yeah. Though your life has barely started, you're ready to give up everything. She's like, yes, there's nothing on this earth that I want more than you. And then she's like, I just want my dreams to come true. He's like, so this is what you dream of, of being a monster? She's like, not exactly. I just I dream. I dream of being with you forever. I dream of the, I, if you a monster, I'm a monster, baby, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I dream of the monster mash. No. No. The monster smash. Monster smash. The monster smash. That's what she wants. The monster smash. Oh, well, I think this is a good place to end. <laughs> <laughs> and so he goes, Bella, I will stay with you. Isn't that enough? And she's like, Enough for now. And so they basically say, you know, them being in love right now is enough. And that is the end of Twilight. But before I close this book and hopefully never open it again, <laughs> I just want to real quick go to the acknowledgments. I'm not going to read them. Except there's two things that surprised me about the acknowledgments. The first is that this book had an editor. <laughs> Correct. The second is that her Stephanie Meyer's brothers are named Paul and Jacob. And I find that so disturbing. <laughs> it's so disturbing. I'm very much not into it. Um. Okay. Now we are at the end. This is it. How do you feel? Um, aside from like deep, deep relief, <laughs> I'm glad it's over. Same. Uh, but I, but it was fun to like revisit, you know, characters and plot lines that I haven't seen in such a long time. And I think that there, look, at the end of the day, you know, these stories were part of, I won't say my formative years because like I was older when I read Twilight, but 
a big part of like when I got into YA literature. Um, and and I'm gonna always love these stories, mm-hmm. but it was fun to like look at it and be like, yo, this is hella problematic. And it's stuff that we it's like that's something that we do anyway. So like being able to talk about it in sort of like in a funny way and obviously I think I'm funny. Um <laughs> You I, are funny. Huh? Yeah. You are funny. Thanks, appreciate it. Um I Thanks. wasn't I wasn't fishing appreciate <laughs> I wasn't fishing for a compliment. But since it's there I'll take it. Is Actually, it that's is a great memo change? What? <laughs> it's like I'm sorry. I was just thinking about that that TikTok sound is the the you know you know that one yeah yeah and that it's like is this available me and you reading Twilight yeah 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 yeah, Steph- yeah, yeah. Stephanie Meyer is like yes it is and we're like no more contacting please as we crap on her every single week I mean she's pretty terrible she's very terrible actually yeah um well I'm glad that this is over um because uh. Um, you know, like I said, I was exhausted, tired of reading about how beautiful and how wonderful Edward is. And it's, it, it is interesting because, like I said, I think that there's so many things that happen in the story and then the characters do that. We didn't catch it the first time around or even the second or third <clears throat> uh, time around. So it, it was interesting to see how the perspective has changed yeah. over time. Yeah. Um, it was fun. Um, and honestly, we don't know yet what we're going to do for season two. I know we said we were going to talk about, we don't know what we're going to do for season two, but, um, we initially were thinking maybe we would continue with the Twilight books, but we're not sure because I'm, I'm really tired of them. Um, (laughs) so we'll see, but we will be back. We're going to take a short break, maybe a few, like, uh, a few weeks at least. Christine is tired of editing. Mm -hmm. Um, but, (laughs) but we will be back with season two and we are going to just continue uh, to react to stuff and uh, I guess just one more we gotta end with a, a, a Vampire Diaries reference right? Yes um, <laughs> um I can't believe we're on the spot for a Vampire Diaries reference yeah, I, and it's the first time that we can't come up with one I mean I think that you wouldn't get you you couldn't catch any of the vampire diaries guys or, or or couples at a prom that happens in the daytime. Um an event every week for sure. For sure. But not not a dance. Not a yeah. dance. They have they 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 have class <laughs> to some degree. <laughs> to, 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 <laughs> they definitely have better villains. Yes. Yes. That's what our next season is gonna be on. On the villains of Vampire Diaries <gasps> and why they're all so perfect. But it's gonna just be us screaming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Welcome back to, to us screaming. screaming about Kai Parker. Yes. Okay. And Silas Steffen. And Ripper Steffen. And Klaus Michelson. <laughs> and what? And Klaus Michelson. And Klaus Michelson. And Steffen when he's mad. And Steffen when he's pouty. And Steffen when he's sad. And ah. Steffen when he's mouthy. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. No! <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>